Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, This is Heidi St. John, and I'm here with Dorinda Wilson. And we appreciate you listening today. Mm -hmm. Um, I know you guys have lots of other things that you could be doing because you're busy moms like the rest of us. Yes. Uh, But we really appreciate uh, that you're listening. We get lots of email and comments from listeners, and we want you to know that we really appreciate them Mm -hmm. and that we read them. I think that's important for you to know. We read them. We send them to each other. We laugh together. Sometimes we cry. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, but we really appreciate mm-hmm. that you're listening and that you're encouraged. And our really, the goal here, um, and when I started blogging you know, many years ago, my goal was just to encourage people. Right. It wasn't um, really for any other reason. And I like to vent. I'm a, I'm a talker. <laughs> I got in trouble in the second grade for talking, and I've been in trouble ever since. You know what's so funny? I got in trouble for talking Did back you really? in the day, too. See, every time I do this with you, I'm more encouraged because I realize that, <laughs> that God meant it for good. That's Satan right. wants to use it for evil. God means it for good. That's right. <laughs> and it's gift and of here gab. we are. And here we are. Uh, so we hope that you're encouraged. Uh, if you have not had a chance to, we hope that you will uh, go check out Friendly Planted Family. My husband and I started this nonprofit organization that was originally started to encourage homeschoolers. Uh, about 15 years ago, it is now morphed to a family ministry that is much broader than just the homeschool community. And you can find us at firmlyplantedfamily.org. We run a nonprofit organization and we are largely supported by monthly donations. And so if that's something that you'd be interested in doing, we would certainly appreciate your help. The podcast is actually, a, it's we're able to do it mm-hmm. uh, because of the support of families that come and support the ministry of Friendly Planted family. So uh, our heart and vision is to just encourage uh, moms in particular, women in general, Mm -hmm. and mothers in particular, Mm -hmm. toward the Word of God Mm -hmm. and back to the authority of Scripture in all things. And today we really want to talk about marriage. Mm. Uh, Dorinda, how many years have you guys been married? Just about 26. You know, we're about Three weeks, yes. our weddings were three weeks apart. Very, that's right. And mm-hmm. so we've really we've been walking a really similar path. Mm-hmm. You have eight children, mm-hmm. and I have seven. Yep. My husband and I have seven. And we have, uh, we've been doing a really similar thing, just in kind of in different places. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we lived close together for a while, and and now the Lord's kind of brought us back together again, which is really kind of fun. It is fun. A little bit back, back together with some perspective and hopefully a little maturity. <laughs> <laughs> Can't hurt. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> uh, and we want to talk about marriage today. You know, the Bible has a lot to say about marriage. And I want to start off by saying that the world, the culture, and I want to make this very clear right up front, uh, the world is lying to you about mm. what God says marriage is. Uh, our our definition as believers of what marriage is comes from the Word of God. It was God's institution. It will always be God's institution. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the Bible says in Isaiah that the grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of God will stand forever. And in God's word, he said that for this reason, a man, mm-hmm. a man, and I, I'm not going to even define that. I think we all know what that is. A man <laughs> should leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife. Mm-hmm. And the two should become one flesh. Marriage was God's design. It was God's design to kind of show how much he loved mm-hmm. the church and how much he loves his people. And, and we were talking about this with my husband mm-hmm. uh, not too long ago uh, about the miracle that marriage is. And really, it's a miracle like God's love for us mm-hmm. is a miracle. And I, I really think that's where that that um, union comes in, where God is saying, look at this. I've created this relationship just to give you a glimpse of the kind of love I have for you. Mm-hmm. The marriage relationship was designed to be between a man and a woman perfectly 
fit together. Our 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 um, dreams and our passions fit together. Our bodies fit mm-hmm, together. Mm-hmm. Um, we come together in a holy union. The Bible says, and God has that same love for us. And really. And as we were talking about this and being married, you know, all these years together, mm-hmm. um, we got over 50 years of marriage experience right? between the two of us, four of us. <laughs> uh, it's amazing that after all these years, I think of my marriage uh, to Jay, how young we were when we got married, mm-hmm. how completely naive. I mean, really, we didn't know Jack diddly, ha ha. We it's thought true. we did. It's true. <laughs> but we didn't. And that all these years later, mm-hmm. he still makes my heart skip a beat when mm-hmm. I see him you know, when I run into him by accident in the grocery store, and I'm right. always so happy to see him, you know, there there is um, a fruitfulness that mm-hmm. comes from that relationship. Mm-hmm. And it comes from weathering ups and downs mm-hmm. and uh, being with that person through the storms of life. And it's amazing that your love can grow. It is. Because don't you think you'd be sick of each other by now? Yeah, we talked about that. We, we should be tired of each other by now, mm-hmm. but we're not. In mm-hmm. fact, we're yep. in more love than ever. Yes. We were talking about how we, you know, listen to those... Um, love songs back in the day and and how much more meaningful mm-hmm. they are now than they were then. Absolutely. Uh, the Bible talks a lot about um, uh, love, that the love that we should help, uh, or the love rather that we should have for one another. First Peter 4, 8 says, above all, love each other deeply mm-hmm. because love covers a multitude of sins. Think about this, okay, in relationship to marriage, how God's love has covered a multitude of sins. Mm-hmm. God's love for us that was shown through Jesus' death on the cross that covered a multitude of sins, that his mm-hmm. death on the cross actually covered those sins so that we could walk in right relationship with God. Right. And as we walk in right relationship with our husband, that that love that we have for them covers a multitude of transgressions that we have that we commit against each other. Right. And we realize, right. you know what? The, the love that I have for that person is going to cover this particular, mm-hmm. this particular sin. That's right. Um, it's it's really important uh, that we strive in our lives to keep these kinds of verses before us because marriage is unification of two sinners. Now, mm-hmm. here's what really makes it a miracle. It's miraculous. <laughs> it really is. It's really nobody's perfect in marriage, and there's going to be times when we're going to fail each other, we're going to mess up, we're going to hurt each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's important to remember that God's definition of love, not the world's definition, I think we need to keep coming back to. We talked about right. this several podcasts right. ago. We believe in the authority of Scripture, uh, that we come back to God's definition of love, and we know that loving each other deeply covers those sins. And this verse reminds us of the authority and power That's right. that is represented in the marriage uh, in the marriage relationship. Ecclesiastes 4.12 says that though one could be overpowered, two can defend themselves. Mm-hmm. And a cord of three strands isn't quickly broken. I wrote about this in the Busy Homeschool Mom's Guide to Romance. Um, This idea of parallel living Mm -hmm. taken from uh, Ecclesiastes 4, where the Bible talks about this, the cord of three strands. And I believe uh, in having watched this with my own marriage for all these years, and I'm sure, Dorinda, you can can relate to this. uh, We can really easily live parallel lives. You can do your thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, your husband can do his thing. Right, right. And if you're not intentional right. about drawing in mm-hmm. into relationship with him, making yourself available to him, him mm-hmm. making himself available to you, then all of a sudden, those the Bible says you're supposed to be a cord of three strands. Right. But instead, we become two strands, mm-hmm. and we run parallel to each right. other instead of becoming entwined like Ecclesiastes says that we're supposed to be. And that can happen so quickly when you have children, busy lives oh, with kids, yes. and, or you know, homeschooling or not. But definitely, you know, I, I think the the marriages where uh, the families are homeschooling it, it's it's even more 
um, of a challenge to not make the kids the center of everything. Yes. I think it's important. We have got to keep our marriages in priority over mm-hmm. our kids, and and that can be really hard to do, and it can make our kids unhappy sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I think you know? a lot of a lot of busy moms, you know, we we mistake. Uh, loving our our children for loving our husband. We right. believe that, okay, we've got these little kids and this is the time that we focus on them. And right. so we we sort of right. neglect right. the marriage relationship. But then you give that 10 years, maybe not even 10 years right. of neglecting that relationship. And just like weeds grow up in any garden, mm-hmm. weeds are going to grow up in the garden mm-hmm. of your marriage. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're left with not a whole lot. Yeah. And I love that word intentional because that's what this the name of this podcast is, is just um, intentional marriage. And mm-hmm. the word intentional... Uh, some of the meanings that I'm looking at here, deliberate, calculated, mm-hmm. and conscious, intended, meant, and planned, and studied. And that is that caught my eye because um, one of the things that I have tried to do over the years is to be a student of my husband. Yes, I love that. that. I know him so well mm-hmm. that what facial expressions, yeah. every little twitch yeah. and yeah, yeah, body yeah. language. I know what, what where he's at, yeah. what he's doing and what's going on in his head for the most part. And yeah. just um, just Beautiful. know him so well and it enables me to be able to be a better helpmeet to him. Yeah, that's you know? right. And, and we have to be intentional. You know, we are called to be students of our husbands. We're called to be completely gentle, Paul said in Ephesians, humble and gentle, patient, bearing with one another in love, making every effort, every effort, that's mm-hmm. intentional, mm-hmm. making every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. If a husband and wife are humble and gentle and patient with each other, selfish in their relationship, this causes less confrontation and less arguments. And honestly, you're never going to go through uh, your married life and not struggle. Right. And right? I was just thinking about that. Um, when we went to see the war room, she was yes. talking about, the older woman was talking to this gal who was having marriage troubles. Basically, you need to know how to fight well. Yes. And I think that's really important in a marriage. We 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 do our battles um, with the intention of coming to a resolve, mm-hmm. not just... Um, a detente, yeah. you know, where we're just going to live with things the way they right, are. Right, that's right. You know, and I Which think is that's that very dangerous. Not letting the sun go down on your mm-hmm. anger, but being willing. And mm-hmm. I, and it takes resolve. It takes it intention just to resolve those things. It does. And sitting down, taking the time to work through things and mm-hmm. timing is everything on those mm-hmm. things too. You know, I, I often, <laughs> for some reason, I just have a knack <laughs> for bringing up <laughs> issues with my husband when he's completely exhausted. Yeah. Right. And, and it never goes well. No. You know? No. Um, but another thing that I was thinking of, too, that we've done that's been really helpful is for me to um, to ask him, you know, what's important to you on mm-hmm. a regular basis? Because mm-hmm. we go through different seasons, you know, when the kids are little, maybe something different is important to him. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, so just keeping up with, you know, where where is he spiritually? Where How is he doing? How How is he handling life? Because he won't always... Um, you know, they don't always tell you that yeah. they, they keep a lot inside because they don't want to stress us out. You right. know, they don't want us to flip out. Right. Um, <laughs> they don't want us to stress them out. That's right. All right. It's all right. So, it's you know, that regular time and, you know, I'm a firm believer in dates. I know some people, oh, we don't, you know, we do something else or whatever. Oh, hey, listen, let's just cut to the chase because we only have about a minute and a half left on this. It's so important. Date night. Oh my goodness. You know, spend time with your husband. Love on him. many different ways. It doesn't have to be leaving the house. No, it doesn't. Oh my goodness. Some of the best dates, hello, in the house. And let's talk about that for just a second. (laughs) All these women who say, I'm too tired to have sex with my husband, you Mm -hmm. better knock that off, (laughs) right? Because when we got married, he he did not want a roommate. 
Right. right. My husband was like, I did not want a roommate. I wanted a sex mate. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I married you so that you and I could be more than friends, which right. is what we are now. Exactly. <laughs> this is one of the benefits of being married. Right. We should be enjoying this. And really, as life gets harder, it's one of the only benefits <laughs> because really we're shepherding these kids together. It's really hard. We're, 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 right. we're paying a mortgage. That's really hard. The marriage bed is supposed to be a respite. God mm-hmm. designed it that way. And I think a lot of times women take that for granted because right. we are so tired and we may not have the same sex drive as right. our husbands. And we just think, oh my goodness really but but there's something sacred and wonderful about mm-hmm. being intentional in our sexual relationships with our husbands mm-hmm. and it's biblical it is oh my goodness read the book of song of Solomon. i'm just telling you i i, can't, I don't even know if i could read it on the podcast uh, <laughs> but god that that uh, marriage relationship the sexual union was designed by god to be beautiful That's and right. to be an expression of your love for mm-hmm. each other don't take it for granted. Be intentional about your uh, about your relationship with your husband in every way. And in the very the last thing we want to leave you with is pray for your marriage. Mm-hmm. Pray for your mm-hmm. marriage. Uh, we were talking about Dorinda. You mentioned the war room just a few minutes ago. Um, I don't think we can reference that that movie enough. Um, go before the Lord in prayer. That was a I don't know about you, but that movie was a, a confirmation to me mm-hmm. that I was doing something right because right. I don't have a war room. But I have a strategy. And if you don't have a strategy for praying for your marriage, you need right. to get one. That's right. You need to get one. Go before the Lord yeah. and pray for your husband by name. Pray for your mm-hmm. marriage. Uh, you know, Ask the Lord to put a hedge of protection around your That's marriage. That's right. And you know the areas of your marriage that are, tend to be weak. Yes. Pray over those areas. Yes. Yes. Pray the name of Jesus in out the, loud. The there scripture. is power in the spoken mm-hmm. name of Jesus. There is power in the spoken word of God. And God has victory for you. He mm-hmm. has so much more, I think, than often we give him credit for. The Bible says in Mark 10, 9, therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. And when you guys first enter into marriage, the last thing you might be thinking about is divorce. But the truth is more and more Christian uh, parents than ever before are entering into divorce because we've allowed hardship and trials to threaten our marriages. Mm-hmm. And we need to come back to the word of God and allow his word to come into play. We have been joined together under God, and we should not let anyone or anything separate us and our love for each other. We'll see you back here next time at the Busy Mom Podcast. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.